Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. They come as if from outer space in a variety of weird guises. Defender, Pac-Man, asteroids. To fans, they represent a challenge. But to critics, they are a menace. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games, hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow, and joining me as always... It's Ben Vanell here, guys, brought to you by the Razor Finger Sleeves. That's right. <laughs> uh, they're not officially sponsoring me. They're just the best product I've ever seen, and I'm willing to endorse them sight unseen. They don't... They haven't sent me any. I just mm-hmm. think they're the perfect thing to use as a condom. Joining us on the show <laughs> is a man the who human likes finger sleeve. Adam to Knox. be the human yes. finger sleeve, yeah. Adam Knox. <laughs> I, uh, I, I saw you posted something about them. And I didn't look at what it was because you posted it, and so I assumed it was more of your right wing propaganda you're always posting. <laughs> <laughs> what are the guys? Check it out. Breitbart has announced the razor finger sleeve. <laughs> uh, you swallow them, and you don't get COVID, which isn't real. Um, what, did, what did you? What are they? They are apparently non-slip. Um, like literally finger sleeves, you put them over your fingers and your thumbs. But a finger while sleeve you... suggests the tip of the finger is going to be exposed. I know it's a stupid name, and the the news website that I read it on actually called them like thimbles. They're like fa- fabric thimbles, okay, um, to okay, help with right. mobile gaming. But they just look fucking stupid. It's so I don't know. So Minority Report, right? Doesn't don't they put their, those yep. things on their hands to, oh, to yeah, move yeah. the stuff in those? Yeah, they are the the inverted fingerless glove, basically. Right, so just a yeah. finger glove. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, you're right, Adam. A, a, a sleeve, a finger sleeve is that's a ring, isn't it? Like that's, that's sure, right? What yes, that is. It sits down the bottom, and the top's poking out. So this idea, this is predicated on the idea that the default state of your fingers is just covered in like grease or crumbs, right? Mm. That's kind mm-hmm. of the idea. It's like yep. your, your fingers slipping off the keyboard or the or the tablet. Yep. You need something with a bit more kind of purchase, something to so, something to make that swiping a bit more precise. Yes. Um, I mean, if you're having a tough time with the with the screen, I, I don't know if this can help you. Right. Well, really. you, oh my god, guys- they look so much stupider than I thought. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm glad that you're actually looking at them now. Yeah. Like uh, you know, like I am sort of like I guess I'm like a porpoise or a or an orca where I have to be wet at all times. Like I right. breathe oxygen, <laughs> but I have to be constantly moist, and it just it does make it hard to play video games sometimes. So this is the perfect product for me. Anyone mm-hmm. who's serious about Playing games on their phone to this extent surely is now, like has a Bluetooth controller that works on their phone at this point, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. I, these or they're a child. Like, it's, it's like if you were a medieval gamer knight and someone <laughs> chopped off just your thumbs, this is the piece of that like mesh armor that would be left behind with yes. the razor branding on it that, again, just looks so tacky all of the time. Really, really, no, really. Where are the classy the finger sleeves? <laughs> <laughs> they make you, now that I'm looking at them properly, they... Yeah. They make you look like you have talons. They look like um. Oh. They kind of look like little claws. Mm-hmm. So now I'm coming around. Okay. Now I'm into them. This isn't from their official marketing. This is from a colleague of the person writing the article about them on Engadget. But you know right. what? This this argument sure does bring me round. Thumb hyperhidrosis is real, fam. <laughs> yes. Very nice. This doctor has the worst <laughs> bedside manner I've ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm Doctor House Music. That's me. Thyperhombodrosis is real, fam. (laughs) Sorry, fam, we lost him. (laughs) We need to notify the fam. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, but yeah, it would be pretty awesome, like being on like a long train trip and seeing someone reach into the bag. Pull out the pull out the phone or the tablet. Put it on the little counter in front of them, and then they pull out like a little a little carry bag, and they like unlatch it. It's like a big, it's like a big like hard case, like suitcase mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like a pool hustler. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> and it's just the two finger sleeves sitting yeah. in there. Delicately apply them to the thumb. Their phone the is ringing finger. as well at the time. They're, they're getting this out to answer it, and by the time it's, it's the phone call is long gone, the person's deleted yeah. them from their numbers. <laughs> Watching someone pull out all that and go through all the pageantry of putting all of that that on, just to then send a text that says "you up," <laughs> and, they, and in between each text, they take them off again. Then they sit there, and then it's another two minutes. They get a reply. I don't think. The whole thing again. I I don't think they're getting a reply, Tommy. I'm sorry to break it to you. <laughs> wow. Um, uh. But hey, speaking of uh, that's that's you. That's a person uh, rebranding their approach to mobile gaming. You may have noticed on your own mobile device at the top of this episode. We've yep. also been through a bit of a rebrand. Yes, um, we've got a we've got new theme music that is um, that is all ours, not subject yeah. to any kind of um, potential copyright uh-huh. lawsuits. So get out country. of our faces, judge! <laughs> Get out of our faces, Kevin Parker. We're now yes. able to reveal the, the coincidental name of the judge. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a lot of bias in that case, then, I feel. But uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we sort of we got some new artwork as well, which people will be able to see. And we thought to uh, coincide with that, we'd finally uh, get our own theme song. And so, yeah, Knox and I did a little bit of a uh, little bit of cooking in the kitchen. Um, I laid down a bit of bass. Um, Adam got out the synth, his guitar. I think you used. Is that right? Your no, <laughs> I was cooking, like you said. It was. It's all noises of pots and pans, right? And pitched and That's tone shifted, and it's all foley work. Uh huh. Um, and the the art was done by uh, James Fosdyke, who we we commissioned to do it, and it looks very good. And I like yes. the way that the intro music sounds. Uh, so yeah. if you don't suck a fucking fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys you can did suck a great off. job. I was going to play drums on it, and then Ben, you put in some like default garage band drums, and I went, "Oh, this is a million times better than anything I could do." <laughs> just leave the, <laughs> just hey. leave the default sample in there. Hey, not default. I had to change some settings, so okay. please don't downplay my contribution to the drums. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I, I, it was really, really fun. I'm probably just going to keep doing that with. Um, 
with my own music because I enjoyed it and we're still in fucking lockdown here. And we'll, yeah. we'll um, probably end up changing bits and pieces of it but because now it's hmm. ours, like we'll get annoyed by certain elements and stuff. And like you, you'd have heard a little, I, I think we're going to put little different quotes in because they're kind of fun. Um, yes. Yep. But maybe we'll change that because it'll get annoying to dig them up. Like, yeah. 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 Change is a part of life, dude. You got to be used. Well, you got to like- accept it, man. Finger gloves come and they go. You gotta, you gotta accept that that one sleeve ain't gonna be on the same finger forever. Mm. I feel like just from uh, you guys fucking around with it the other night, we've already got like eighteen different versions of it yes. ready to go. So. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there also, you will of. you will see a new intro on YouTube. We also yeah updated the video stuff. Obviously, um, I chucked our new design um, on Redbubble as well. Our old designs were on there with you know yep. print on demand um, t-shirts and fucking mugs and stickers and all that shit. Um, and you can go to filthycasuals.com.au to find all of that stuff. But yeah, YouTube, um, fuck, we're still pumping it along. It's really, really uh, been really fun lately. And yeah, you can go watch us <laughs> play The Sims, which every week we realise that we don't really know what we're doing on it, what our goal is, but every week we play it for almost an hour. Um, yeah. And, it's yeah, it's been really, really fun. We're creating a nightmare house with Sims of Ourselves and the Joker, and um, I do I do urge everyone to watch it. bunch of other yeah. games. We're going to play that new Vampire the Masquerade Battle Royale game soon and stuff like that. Yeah. Guys, subscribe to the YouTube channel. You should because we're yeah. putting just as much. There is more content every week that goes up there than the length mm. of this podcast, if that makes sense. Yeah, very yeah. true. In, ter- in terms yeah. of fewer to- minutes, yep. you can't do better <laughs> than YouTube.com. <laughs> and just also quickly on the artwork. So, yeah, you should be you should be able to see that artwork now on whatever mm-hmm. podcast app uh, you're using. That is because we have um, updated the podcast art- artwork on our end. Now, if you're looking down at your <laughs> podcast app of choice and you cannot see the artwork... Please do not message us. We've yes. done everything we can do from our end. Yep. It's between you and the app that you use. It's nothing to do with us at this point. Yeah, you're we messaging. Not- it's like sending a letter to Woolworths and being like, why do you have the orange carrots? I want the medieval purple carrots. <laughs> <laughs> like, it really, it's someone else's it's, in the supply yeah. chain. They've made the yes. decision. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe, like... I, I I use Pocket Casts and it still hasn't updated for me. So like we're aware that it may not have update, they updated for everyone. At different times, yeah. yeah. You'll get it at some point. Um, but if but you, you want to see it, if you are someone who hasn't had it updated yet, go to the socials. Like go to facebook.com slash filthy casuals or whatever we are and Hey, follow. Hey, subscribe. Hey, yes. scrubble. Do it all. Um, give it a scrubble. Give it a scrubble. And uh we also have Patreon. While we're talking about all this stuff, we don't plug things enough we do it we try to do it but patreon.com slash filthy casuals and that's the end of it pod pod filthy (laughs) filthy casuals pod yes okay yeah you're right we really don't plug stuff enough if the urls aren't in the heads of the people (laughs) (laughs) patreon.com slash filthy casuals pod and we put up uh the videos early there once a week and yep uh, a an extra podcast every week, yeah, yeah, which we're loving doing. Uh, an, uh, another year in review series. We're doing uh, the two thousands. We're about five episodes into that. I think um, we've done the nineties and the twenty tens. I think uh, it, as yeah, well. We have, and I think it's yeah. official to say that if you like filthy casuals, you can get a lot of variety. Speaking of variety, 
A certain game came along this week that is all about variety. Yes, we actually, this is on YouTube, we played this, uh, kind of together, but not together, because fuck Nintendo. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah it's yep. crazy but, um, that this, it does have some online stuff, but wor- WarioWare, right. get it together. Get it together. Get us yes. together, Nintendo. Put an online multiplayer mode in your mm. pretty heavily multiplayer-oriented version of WarioWare now. Mm. It, there's a lot of different multiplayer things in there. Yeah. For local yeah. co-op. So it is really weird that, I mean, judging from how, like, we played, um, I know this maybe wasn't Nintendo who developed it, but we played Mario and Sonic at the Olympics uh, not that long ago, and mm-hmm. we hadn't played that at the time, and fuck me if that online was terrible. Yeah. And it has been for a number of Nintendo games, yeah. I suppose. But some of them are good. Splatoon works fine, so it's a shame that it doesn't have it. It's probably the one... Uh, biggest mark against it if you're looking for that type of thing because WarioWare Get It Together is really, really fun. Yeah, so I think we... Uh, well, Ben, yeah, you've never played one of these games before. I've played the no. last one, which was a best of on the 3DS. Adam, I believe you've played a fair few of them. Yeah, so I would say the most, most of them, yeah. Right. Yeah, so we, you and I were certainly sceptical when this was revealed about the, the mechanic of... Because um, the series traditionally is, yeah, they're micro games. So they're these little, you get introduced to a little scenario, a little thing will come up going, um, you know, turn on or find all. And you then mm-hmm. have like basically 10 seconds to work out what the controls are, what you have to do, what the task is and execute the task with like a kind of a, yeah, very, a very rapid ticking clock. Right. And so what past this game, days, part of it would have been like, you don't know if the A button is going to move the spaceship and turn its rocket on or if the arrows are going to control that spaceship that is part of that micro game that you yep. got like five or ten seconds to do, um, mm. which was kind of the crux of every one of the main previous games was figuring out the controls quickly and like that, that sense of being um, suddenly put upon by this new thing that you've never seen before. Yep, and they move so rapidly, they just come at you one by one very quickly, very fast-paced, it's very, um, yeah, very addictive and very, yeah, very, very fun. And so, yeah, this this new one, the hook is the minigames come up and you have a little character from the Warrior World universe, a WarriorWare universe, that you're uh, controlling and you're using them to do these tasks and their Mm -hmm. controls don't change um, other than each one of the characters controls differently. And, yeah, I think we sort of thought that, uh, I don't know, that it, it looked a bit, it looked sort of a bit gimmicky. It looked kind of like one of those things where, similar to Paper Mario, every time they try something different or right. gimmicky with the franchise, it's never quite very good as just like wanting the the pure, just, you know, experience of what the, the original sort of blueprint of the series is. Yeah. Um, but this works really well. It works so much better than I expected it to. Same. I really didn't think uh, I would gel with this either. But because there's about uh, 15-ish characters maybe by the time you've unlocked them all, maybe a few more. And yep. uh, they all have like the joystick or the D-pad will kind of control them uh, movement-wise. And it's different for each of them. Some will be constantly jumping. Some will be able to move in all dimensions. Some will only move left to right, whatever. And then the... A button will perform an action. So for some of them, it will be like a little shoulder charge for Wario, or for some of them, it will be to jump. Some it will be to shoot, that sort yep. of thing. And rather than my fear happening, which was that 
having these set characters that you know the controls of taking away from what was the fun variety of the original games which was figuring out the controls as you go. Right, and the spontaneity of every single one in every situation. Yeah, and the sense of like bizarre confusion that you would have that the aesthetic of the game plays into as well. Rather Mm. than that being Mm. diminished, I think it's not necessarily added to but kept about the same by figuring out how each character will interact with a minigame you might have seen before. So it almost has the effect of expanding the appeal of it to making minigames that you've seen before suddenly confusing because you don't know how this new character who uh, shoots interacts with it rather than the character who jumps, if that makes sense to you. Well, it means that there's effectively 15 different versions of the same Micro game because the, kind of, yes. with each character that you play it with it controls differently. So you, when you go into a um, to start the game, you choose a little crew of um, of out of the characters. So you think I think in some parts it's three and in other parts it's four, um, and then it. So you you kind of choose your crew of let's say three of the characters, and then each new micro game that comes up, it throws one of them at you at random. So you can. You can basically go easy on yourself and you can pick people that you know mm. the controls really well. If you're really wanting to chase like the highest score, you can. Mm. Or you can pick the ones that control very awkwardly, um, are very, you know, very difficult in how they control to make it more challenging for yourself. Or you can just throw one of them into the mix. So the amount of options it opens up for you with how much you because you you go through you you kind of see everything in the game pretty quickly like you know you play through the story mode takes about 2 hours yeah. and then you can go back through each one again and you basically will have seen all the micro games within within a handful of hours so basically the longevity here is yeah do you want to yeah do you want to try a run where you only use the most difficult characters or yeah it's just a good way of keeping it a bit fresh and a bit and yeah a bit different and a bit more replayable and than it- just It'll it'll save which characters you got a score with next to them, like their faces will appear. So you you know people will be able to see like, oh well, you did this one with the easiest characters, or oh you yeah. did this one with the hardest ones, and you uh, will also be chasing like little unlockables because yeah, there's two hundred ish of those games, and uh, you you won't see them all first time through the story, which is only a couple of hours. But then once you've replayed each level once, basically, you will have unlocked all of the games that are possible which that is very fun coming into the game is seeing the variety of those especially with like there's this constant kind of pumping music that is going like keeping you rhythmically going through these like rapid games and that music is always fun the vibe of each individual sort of level is fun and then each of the mini games has this really um enjoyable like deliberately shitty aesthetic to it that is yep. is so varied through the game, and, and they're all inconsistent one to the other. So mm-hmm. one might be like a realistic photo, and then the next one will be like a a four year old has drawn Wario. Like yeah, right. Yeah, there's no real overriding sort of like yeah. It's just a complete grab bag of styles, and usually pretty surreal and bizarre and whatever. And yeah, I think because because this is basically all. I can comment on, and my my sort of, yeah, like your guys' preconceptions of the game were, um, it looks kind of lame. Like, those characters that, that are in the game now kind of look like Sanrio characters, you know, right. like a little bit Hello Kitty-ish, a little childish. A flash animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what was shown of sort of the minigames didn't really grab me, and then... I think it's it feels like getting thrown into like a Japanese arcade. 
you know, because it is yeah. loud, it is bright, it is, you know, fast moving and confusing. And yeah, when we did the video, I had like super bad hay fever and I think I said like, I feel like I'm going insane because it is so <laughs> fast mm. and it's so crazy and varied and, and surreal, as you said. Um, but I loved it. I had so much fun watching you play Knox and... Mm. And I'm glad that we did that and that I was sort of forced to like actually see how it plays out because, yeah, it seems really, really entertaining and charming and yeah. funny and very self-aware. All of it, yeah, really, really works aesthetically. Totally. Like the little kind of story that's in the um, story mode is like a bit boring and it's but it's also very not front and center type of thing but that barrage of them is part of the aesthetic that you don't get from just watching like or seeing a couple of screenshots or watching a trailer sort of thing. Yeah. 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 And that variety once a- that is worn off, once you've kind of seen everything and you kind of know which one's which, you have that challenge aspect and you also have some surprisingly fun kind of unlockable stuff that are just like Little presents that you unlock from like uh, whatever those machines are called where you put a dollar in and you get a random little ball that has a toy inside. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha machine. Yeah, gotcha. And uh, they uh, are fun to collect. You get little coins and you get little bits of fake money and you buy little fake presents to give to your fake friends. And uh, that's life. Then you go home and play WarriorWare. <laughs> hey, all right. It's okay. been a while, huh? <laughs> we rebranded in some ways and we got old-fashioned for some other. But yeah, um, you also, I like you unlock that stuff. A, uh, I'm, I'm surprisingly finding myself into getting yeah. that you, when you Yeah, when you finish the story, you unlock a um, like an online leaderboard mode where each week there's a sort of a different um, challenge that is just consistent for everyone who plays it. So I think at the moment it's you are using a character who is just constantly moving left to right and he, the, his only form of attack is a little yo-yo that goes straight up mm-hmm. and the default speed is it's very, very fast. It's the same 35 mini games. You do 35, you can't, you can't fail. Like it doesn't matter if you lose all your lives. Um, you do all the 35 and you're just trying to get like the best score that you can and then it puts it onto an online leaderboard. And so, yeah, each week there'll be, like, a different version of that, like a different um, set of parameters, different character that it might make you play as or different mm-hmm. score that you have to reach or whatever it is, which is cool. So, like, yeah, I mean, it, it, the first time you play through it, it is uh, so much of the – because I kind of thought, oh, I think this will wear off once I've seen all the micro games um, once. Like, I don't really – I don't know if I'm going to have the same appeal to keep coming back and back. But then it just turns into a fun – arcade game where it's really addictive going back in and trying to get the highest score so like yeah. starting to know the games um and know what's coming because the speed ratchets up every like five rounds of the micro games that you do so once you get up to around 40 or so they are coming at you really thick and fast so and they they kind of also get a bit more complex as they go on like even the same one it might you know where previously you have to find one of a thing on the screen now you have to find two and and so on and so forth so even if you do know what's coming like it still can be very overwhelming yeah. and very intense when you get up into the higher levels and i'm loving that now that i've got them all unlocked of just picking it up and going like all right i'm going to try and get a new high score i'm going to see how long i can keep going for it with it's a really fun just kind of pick up and play mm. arcadey um yeah, see how see how far you can go with it. And you get different like multipliers for characters that are more difficult in that global score attack kind of mode thing. So there are reasons to go with the more difficult characters because you get more points for being able to yeah. do it with them. 
then there's a bunch of like other sort of bigger mini, like longer mini games that you can play multiplayer uh, in a separate section. I haven't really tried many of them, but they don't seem super great, but they seem all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't heard much good about them. And also, yeah, for you, Ben, and for anyone uh, listening who wasn't aware of this, there is a free demo of it on the eShop. So mm. if if you've never experienced the series before and you, you this seems interesting, then the demo is like a pretty good um, pretty good indicator of uh, of of what it's like. It gives you, I think, it gives you twenty odd of them or something. But um, yeah, I jump in on that if you mm. if if you're listening and this seems of interest because. Yeah. There probably are plenty of people who uh, have never played one of these before because it is a pretty obscure series and it's mm. it's generally only been on the handhelds, which I know a lot of people haven't engaged with until the Switch. So, uh, yes, yeah, definitely try out the demo. You can play those things like co-op as well. I'm not sure how that works because I haven't been able to try right. it out because of lockdown here. But also, uh, I just wanted... To, yeah, this is another good WarriorWare game. Uh, They're probably won't ever have the same impact as like the first one did in its day. Mm. Yep. Um, Cause even the concept was unique and seeing that art style for the first time was pretty, uh, you know, crazy at the time, but it, it is on par with all of the sequels that have come out since then, which have been very fun. And I like this game. When yeah, did the, I, when did the OG come out? Knox 2004, I reckon. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Stylistically, that kind of makes sense, you know, with the cartoons and stuff that were happening mm. at the time. It's a little, it's a little creative. And yeah, for anyone who has not played this at all or any of them, micro game. There's a reason that they're called micro games and not mini games. These are not, these are not mini games in the sense that you've seen them in other games. They are genuinely ten seconds long, Five and it is really them. about yeah. It's it's the first impression. It is an instinct thing, mm-hmm. and it is about being overwhelmed by the variety um, in a good way. So yeah, it's it genuinely isn't like anything I'd seen before. So. Yes, highly recommend trying the yeah, demo like, or, or watching some playthroughs. A lot of them are like, walk from this side of the screen to that side of the screen. Which, right. yeah, on paper sounds like incredibly boring, but when it's got a weird art style and it's like thumping music and it's really quickly and you've got five seconds to do it and work it out, mm. like it is, yeah, it's it's surprisingly fun. Because a lot of them do just boil down to like, quickly go here and touch A. Like it's, right, it's very, right. very, very basic stuff, but it, it becomes very addictive. Very fun quickly. game. Weird that mm. they uh, didn't bring out a WarriorWare game earlier in the Switch using like the controllers with all the features that they yeah. were big into at the time and never really used. Another weird thing that uh, <laughs> the Switch <laughs> didn't have when it came out but now suddenly does yep. is fucking Bluetooth headphone support, which suddenly <sighs> and out of nowhere just came out. Uh, like there was an update, I think, yesterday for yeah. the Switch software and uh yeah you can now connect bluetooth headphones to the switch which you couldn't do forever tommy glad i <laughs> glad i bought this like two months ago oh, yeah you could get little things that plugged into the usb port to to turn it Ugh. into being able to do that but apparently it could do it the whole time that is ridiculous well that is <laughs> why people were annoyed about it because yeah. it, it did have bluetooth it always had bluetooth um, people knew that it had Bluetooth. The power was inside it all along. They just, mm. yeah, they just didn't want to. Um, they just didn't want to unlock it. Which one of the justifications I heard for it was them, you know, they don't really like people using third like headphones are a thing that they have no control over. Bluetooth headphones, so mm. anyone using it might get some lag with it. Which you know, they're very like they're very perfectionist with that kind of stuff. Well, which mm. like unlocking it now is sort yeah. of more annoying. Than if they just had never done it, like doing it now four years into the Switch's 
life yeah. cycle is well, insane. I tell you what, it doesn't work very well. I was able to <laughs> okay, great. try it before. Awesome. I played some of WarioWare with it and it had a bit of lag at the start, the amount that you mm. would sort of expect from... If you've ever like played a musical instrument using Bluetooth headphones, you'll know how fucking annoying a tiny, tiny bit of lag is, and it bothers me with with games as well. Like I've never mm. been into Bluetooth headphones, and like the wireless headsets that the PS5 and the Xbox use are like a, a different codec thing. Like Sony uses its own proprietary one. I'm not sure what the one Microsoft is but those headphones don't work great for me either because i live in an apartment building they get interference sometimes and cut out right Right. but they're not bluetooth are they they are they're wireless they're some other shit but they're they're like 2.4 gigahertz something maybe yes and i think sony's one is a proprietary thing that's called something else that starts with an s and those work well the ps5 ones which they're bringing out a black version of which looks cool they're very good but I tried a pair of Sony Bluetooth headphones and um, the Apple uh, AirPods mm-hmm. and both had fucking shit-ass lag. And um, then at some point with the Sony ones, after like maybe half an hour, they started to crackle very, very badly for a long time. And then when they went back to normal, they were incredibly out of sync. So I, I wouldn't bother. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Your mileage may vary and whatever, mm-hmm. but I was sitting on a couch, a normal couch distance away from a TV that had a switch. Okay, next wait, to wait, it. wait. What do you consider a normal couch distance from a TV? Five, ten meters. Okay, so we're on the same page then. Yeah. <laughs> About half a football field. No, like Yeah, yeah. I've um maybe two meters it's away. It's like two from two the meters TV. two meters max, I, I reckon, in your place, uh, yeah. I was looking up specs for my TV the other day and I found out that it has a recommended sitting distance away from it. And it that really yeah. offended me. I was like, how dare you tell me what distance I'm going to sit from my television? <laughs> if I want to sit up, eyeballs just fucking jacked right into the image. Then now that I've paid the money, that is my prerogative. Thank you very much. I want to see every one of them Ks. I want, <laughs> I want all four of them right there. I did the same thing, Tommy, and it turned out I was sitting too far back. Yeah, your <laughs> I was couch like, oh, shit. is far away from your TV. Well, not anymore. I've it's closer than it was, but it could be even closer. I think. Yeah, I think you should you should be so close to the TV that uh, you become codependent. That's how close <laughs> I want to be with the TV. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm already <laughs> emotionally. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's all I've got. But um, so yeah, yeah Nintendo. It, they connect and you can't use two controllers at the or I think you can use a maximum of two controllers connected, which I think is one right. pair of Joy Cons technically and the headphones. So you can't do two player but two player and Bluetooth oh. headphones would also kinda not make sense. But I guess if you're on a plane <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You could do the old yeah. school bus thing of one in each ear and uh, yep. one in each person's ear and a and a joy con. But yeah, it doesn't work great. But I guess if that's mm. all you've got and you're portable type thing it might not matter to you it will change depending on what type of game you're playing but i will uh, never ever do it again <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really would only i only bought that thing for um being on planes so you know maybe when that's a bit more of a consistent thing it'll be something that i'll experiment with because that right. that has been the thing for a while it's like just just a lot of dicking around of like being on a flight getting the switch out and then a cord that you have to kind of plug in and Whereas watching something on the iPad or whatever, having the mm. um, having the wireless headphones, like for ages, I've been like, "Fuck, it'd be so much easier if you could just or just use the uh, AirPods even." Mm. Um, 
So now yeah, you hopefully sort of can. In, the, in the next firmware update <laughs> they've patched it in. But yeah. Mm. Uh, hey, something else that um, is wireless yeah. is the shaver mm. that you get from Manscaped <laughs> once it's charged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Manscaped. Our beautiful sponsors. They are our real sponsors. They're not like the razor finger sleeve. They pay us. Um, mm. This is a hashtag ad. This is hashtag sponsored. But um, we love them just because of how good their product is. Manscaped. I've. We don't have any new copy from the last ad, which was all about autumn. So I don't know if we want to. Well, I've got. Well, I've, got here. A, I've got a bit of information um, that is that because you know they've been advertising with us for a little while now. Yeah. There's probably some people now who are kind of like automatically switching off because they think like, oh yeah, Manscaped. We've heard it talked about on the show plenty. But I'll say this: I've heard they, every Tommy. There's no way you could give me new information about Manscaped. I've heard it all. <laughs> well, hold Just so we're not like spinning our wheels and going through the motions with this ad. Yes. So they sent us, they all sent us uh, the product uh, when they started advertising and we've all been saying, you know, we love it. We use it regularly. Yep. I moved house a little while ago. Somewhere in the move, mine yes. has gotten lost. I don't know where it is. I think maybe I accidentally like binned it or whatever. So I've done this. I've put my money where my mouth is and I've purchased the Manscaped lawnmower 4.0 that's exciting yes. so it's, it's, it's all well and good to go oh yeah great product they sent me one for free but I'm actually I'm committed I like this product so much that I've gone and spent my own money for it that Manscaped have paid me for doing ads for them I've spent it back on the product so what <laughs> yeah. more of an endorsement do you need a man You're who had even. one for free and is now going back in on the product at full, well, not at full price. I used the code filthy to get myself 20% off and free shipping. Of course. You're not a moron. <laughs> <laughs> and then that comes back around to us. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. You've created an infinite uh, energy machine here, perpetual <laughs> <Yes>. motion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I um, thought I'd put that out there for the listeners. This is a yeah. product. It's all well and good to say, oh, I, I would spend money on it. I liked it. Well, I actually fucking have. Well, so and it's go. good that now that you've bought a second one, you'll find your first one tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Well, probably fall out of my pubes that are so overgrown at the moment. Oh, fuck, it was in there all along. That's right. I was hoarding it like a filthy squirrel. <laughs> Manscaped, get us to write the copy. Items falling out of pubes. There you uh, go. It's yeah. Um, fuck. Well, let's let's. This one's all about autumn, spring. What's a spring ad we could do? Time to do your spring cleaning. And mm. it, I'm not just talking about your house, fellas. Clean out your ball sack. Yes, Magpie swooped my dick, thought it looked like worm because got no hair. <laughs> yes, and that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, love Manscaped. I love it. I love it. That magpie went to town on me, and I tell you what, that magpies are just black until I'm finished with them. <laughs> <laughs> you are, uh, you know, spring is a good time to mow the lawns. You know, the the grass is growing, the rain is coming, the sun is shining, and you also have to use Manscaped's yeah. Lawnmower 4.0 to trim your pubic hair, or I don't know, like your leg hair or your your snail trail, or I don't know, Whatever other parts you of your body. They're yeah, good products honestly. for personal grooming, and you get twenty percent off and free shipping by using the code Filthy at Manscaped.com. I believe is the scenario. Yeah, that's one hundred percent correct, and I'm not going to bother repeating it because you nailed it. Filthy.com <laughs> slash Manscaped. Eat twenty percent of them, and no, you get. Am I right? Twenty no. percent off of free shipping. Manscaped.com with the code Filthy. Uh, yeah, you know what else has free shipping? 
a digital video. You don't need to pay for the shipping of that if you watch a digital video at all. Which yep, we true, all did true. when we watched the uh, the PlayStation Showcase last week. Mm. Yeah. Um, this was hyped up a little bit by um, be- because of the fact that it was not described as a state of play. It was described specifically as a PlayStation Showcase. Yeah. Um, yep. Like it on was the implied- Price is Right, this is the thing that you've got to guess how much each <laughs> yes. of these games is going to cost. RRP yep. uh, at, the, at the end of the show and then you get them all. That's right. Um, uh, but this was, um, it was. They normally implied. put out a lot of caveats about things that they will or will not be. Sh- they're very, you know, they're not like Nintendo. They they yeah. kind of are like they they really do what they can to keep hype at bay. Well, for the last they, one that was like Horizon was the big one. They were like there won't yep. be God of War, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. So but they then, had not really done anything like that. Except with this for PSVR, they were except like, for no PSVR yeah. 2, which it's rumoured, before we talk about the one that's happened, will there'll be a separate one in December. Apparently, I mean, I feel like this happens every time you see anyone leaking shit. Is they're like, this leak is actually really reliable, and then yeah, they're not. Yeah, right. But apparently, yeah. end of the year PSVR 2 reveal with games around that and a focus on okay. that will be a, a, a PlayStation whatever. But we'll see. God, I love uh, I love seeing the leaker go into damage control post event when their <laughs> yeah. things didn't pan yeah. out. Actually, they were uh, doing it, and <laughs> yeah, then yeah, they yeah. decided not to twenty seconds uh, beforehand. So what I'm hearing is that uh, the uh, the uh, Zelda All Stars collection got pulled at the last minute because it said the N word. Uh, that's what I'm hearing. Uh, uh, th- oh, that's a reliable leak again from me. Yeah, there was an Apple thing this week where they showed the, like the new iPad and stuff, and one guy was like, "Yeah, they're all gold," and like they, they every. <laughs> This guy's been doing it every time Apple's ever had a thing and (laughs) has never gotten it right. So I can officially confirm the iPhone 14 next year. But uh, yeah, PlayStation Showcase, we watched it. We recorded like a reaction of us watching it that's on the YouTube channel. But for expanded thoughts, leave your station dialed in to this station. Yeah, so with the with the no caveats and stuff apart from VR, I think we all... We talked about this last week, the... There was a sort of maybe an implication there might be hardware or some other stuff, you know, some 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 bigger stuff than just games. But mm-hmm. it wasn't. It was just games. Uh, but it was good games. I think we really enjoyed yeah. that showcase um, for the most part, for for the majority. Yeah, um, one of the better ones I've seen in a while. There was in a some couple of years. Big I surprises there. There was some like good uh, stuff that people wanted to see uh, expanded upon in great detail. Um, yeah, I there, there was that. I can't remember what the language was, but there there was mm. something that had been said that made people think there was going to be. I think it was the way that the, I might be wrong about this, but the way they were saying there yeah. wouldn't be PSVR two made it sound like there would be other hardware. However, they worded that, right. but whatever reason there wasn't, there wasn't. And I think you're right that especially in a year where, for obviously understandable reasons, a lot of the E three stuff this year was a little. Uh, maybe more forgettable or like less exciting or whatever than some other times. Uh, it was cool to see uh, this stuff, even though uh, plenty of it was stuff we already knew about. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was well presented, starting with uh, a, a surprise announcement of a remake of the old RPG Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, well, and this is just being briefly done- before that, there was like a seven minute short film. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was like a really bizarre yeah. way of kicking it off where it was like, oh, are we in trouble here? Is this just padding? Like, what? Right. <laughs> this really long ad. Real of- life, like, action chess. 
Yeah. Yes. But yeah. that was a very PlayStation-y type of thing as well. They do love right. to do that You're sort right. of thing. And yep. then, yeah, this Knights of the Old Republic remake is a very not PlayStation-y type of thing. In, in a, because those old games yeah. were on the Xbox and then later ported over to the PC. They've not really been made, like, they've not been made available again other than with backwards compatibility stuff. And, and like for tablets. And for ta- oh, that's yeah. true, actually. I forgot about that, yeah. Uh, that's actually the thing with this remake is the developers Aspire, and Aspire has done all of those ports to mobile devices and tablets. Right, okay. That's, Which, that's interesting. Right, because I think we kind of assumed or hoped uh, when we watched this, like, oh, well, it'll be a big remake. You know, it'll be a, a large-scale overhaul. You know, mm. Nox, you kind of talked about how dated the gameplay is now it's very clunky it's very old it's um that same Bioware. it's so dated it's asking me to marry it oh <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> um, i love i love days where we record where adam's partner is in the apartment with him and he'll <laughs> and he'll deliver something and then and then turn to look at them like they're paul schaefer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Old Adam, old, old, old Knights of the Old Republic. Like. <laughs> I don't know if the mic's picking them up just saying the same word back to me. Yeah. <laughs> a swimming pool. Hey, when a swimming pool. <laughs> we can hear the keyboard, but we can't hear the, uh, the dialogue. Most dangerous band in my apartment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is. Um, it, it 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 doesn't appear to be of that scale. Are you saying then, maybe Ben? That's what. That's my assumption. Yeah, maybe it is just textures and you know getting the contr- m- controls mapped over and shit like that. Which you know, because yeah, this is not. We're not talking about even a double A developing house necessarily. This is a porting company. So, I have seen that it yeah. seems like it's a few years off still like mm-hmm. it is in early early production so who knows yep. but yeah that would make me far far less interested in it if it like that I, I think playing back through the Mass Effect games even they Bioware's later ones mm. have aged and like yep. Dragon Age has aged and these are proto type versions of that type of game Totally. So, yeah, I I don't think I'd be interested in like a re-release of Knights of the Old Republic over playing it personally. Yeah, and I like this is this is just speculation obviously, and it's not to discount the possibility that like this is the first opportunity for this developer to make a a more, you know, substantive game, a more complex game and mm. and you know, um, learn how to do that and scale up. So, you know, it's possible, obviously, and that's what I would prefer, as I think most people would, but yeah. who knows? More broadly as well, I do think that um, it's cool to see Star Wars games being made by not EA again. Yes. Even though this yes. was originally like an EA game, I guess. Like, just that that being unshackled, because, like, the best thing about Star Wars games in the 90s was the variety and, like, all the different stuff that you you got out of them. So, because mm. it's a good setting to do lots of different fun types of games. So, I'm excited to see that happen again. Yeah. Um, Project Eve showed up next, which is, yes. I would assume, not the final name of this game. Um, but it is, like, an action uh, third-person kind of Bayonetta-ish, but God of War-ish kind of Devil May Cry-ish type of Returnal-ish looking third-person action game that looked really, really cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think this was my favourite reveal uh, mm. of the of the presentation. It looks, um, yeah, it looks very platinum-y. Yes. Um, in both the character design and the actual combat and everything. Uh, yeah, Adam, I would be shocked if Project Eve wasn't the final title. It's just terrible enough to be <laughs> the sort of thing that you can imagine slapped on a video game box. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah it's forgettable and bad and <laughs> says nothing. It's really, really bad. Um, but yeah, the character design looks great. The, yes. the whole aesthetic and the world seems really cool. I don't, mm. do you guys know anything about this studio? Shift Up I, Studios. I'm just looking at them now. They're Korean and, uh, I cannot find another game they've made in my yeah. 11 seconds of Googling, which WarioWare yeah, rules right. that's as long as I'm allowed to Google. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was already announced, but I think this is the first gameplay we'd seen of it and it just, it looked good to me. Yeah, 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 I thought it, the, really the um, enemy design specifically was fantastic. It mm. um, uh, it had that sort of grotesque sort of, um, yeah, Returnal, Cthulhu, weirdy sort of um, a- alien vibe, and I was totally yeah. into it. And, the, yeah, graphically, the, the sort of effects and stuff in this were, were top-notch. Especially really cool. when put back-to-back-to-back to back to back with the next mm. couple of games, which were Tiny Tina's Wonderland which I don't think any of us really have much to say about. It's it's Borderlands, but fantasy setting, and it looks uh, like that. And yeah. Probably not something any of us are going to lose our minds over, but I will probably play that and like enjoy it a bit. So what is the game? What is the actual gameplay mechanic? It's still shooting is it turn-based? stuff, but with... Okay. Yeah, okay. It's, it's, it's literally Borderlands type thing, but yeah. Okay. Wait, which is fine. Those games are fun. Um, yeah, maybe I'll, this will be the one I get into. I do be. like f- fantasy. So, I think the know. tone will still be off-putting um, like a lot of those games have managed to be. Similarly to Forspoken, which uh, looked beautiful graphically, maybe not yep. artistically necessarily as much as Project Eve did to me. And looked, I guess, like fun. It was kind of hard to tell, but it's another third-person action game sort of thing. And I find I found this one just a little blander for whatever reason looking in terms of the gameplay. But then also the tone, I think you pointed out, Ben, was just off in the writing. You had like a quippy main character who uh, it, it just it kind of grated. Yeah, it's. I think I was... I'm still keen for it, and I'm generally pretty prejudiced towards your uh, third-person action games. That tends to be my favourite genre. But, um, yeah, there was just something uh, a little uh, lacking. Like, not hollow and not not fake, but just like, uh, there's something just not quite there. This is, um, I don't know if it's been developed or written in English as the first language, or maybe it just has a, a Japanese director. But, I don't know, maybe that's just something that hasn't been polished off yet. Could be. Yeah, it looks like, and the whole the whole conceit of the story is a girl being what pulled back in time and into like a fantasy setting. Which I don't really see how that adds a great deal to the the game in terms of game, like maybe story right. beats wise. But like, d- does that make sense? Mm. Like, in, sure, in terms sure, of sure. like moment to moment gameplay. I can't. Re- I mean, that's kind of that. That's the thing that is meant to separate this from just a from just an open world um, fantasy game. Yeah. But when you're just running around controlling this character, I don't. It doesn't really feel like anything that's going to be, you know, that that much different to just playing an Assassin's Creed or whatever. Sure. The development team is people who worked on Final Fantasy 15, apparently. So right. Um, right. 
Rainbow Six Extraction right. came after that, which does not look interesting at all. Um, <laughs> to us, it is a huge franchise, obviously, but it's just not uh, something that's yeah appealed to you any could, of us. You, you combine military tactics multiplayer game with zombies, and buddy, you're <laughs> getting out of We're my out. house. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. A little bit of Alan Wake remastered after that, which got an announced lo- like earlier in that week. Yep. And yeah, looks like uh, they're making that game all right, baby. Yeah, I'm excited for it. This is, I know, yeah, this is another remake or remaster, but it's, yeah, it's probably one of my three or four favorite things of this showcase. Um, being a latecomer to Remedy, you know, like I only really found out about them with control. I never really paid them much attention. And sure. I'm keen. I'm keen to jump back in on this, yeah, this prior game. It looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah out very soon, which. You know, great, but like, fuck, there is a lot of stuff coming out I know, in the especially yeah. few when weeks, and I'm already feeling a bit overwhelmed with something yeah. we're going to talk about in a minute, yeah. and something that comes out today, which I've been looking forward to for a yes. little while, already in this week having to juggle too many different things. I know. And, uh, and yeah. that game, the thing with it at the time was that a lot of people were like, oh man, this got overlooked, and it's like, well, we've <laughs> done it again. <laughs> so, <laughs> especially in the shadow of Grand Theft Auto Five Next Gen <laughs> Edition, yeah, which uh, they showed another trailer for, and we're like, guess what? It's on the PS Five, so that means the resolution pretty high. The loading mm-hmm. times, you better believe they're slightly faster. So whatever. Yeah. Was there anything new said about this in this? No, they said stuff that specific comes trailer with the nature of upgrading the console, as though it were. It seems as though no extra work has been done other than the port. Uh, mm. Like, you know how they right. added the first-person view for, like, those the previous next-gen version that they made of GTA V? Like, the 360 yeah. PS3 versions didn't have first-person and then it got added in the Xbox One and PS4 versions. And this, yeah, it loads slightly quicker and that sort of stuff because it's running off an SSD by default and the resolution is higher because it's a fucking nearly 10-year-old game. Yeah. <laughs> so um, there was a moment in that But it's uh, been delayed. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think something that we that didn't well, I I don't think any of us did it uh, the end of it was like, yeah, it's been pushed to 2022. Fucking hell, <laughs> so, man. That's crazy. Yeah. That's 9 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. That's so nuts. <laughs> it's it's so stupid. It's Which Oh my god. Yeah, we haven't mentioned this yet, but this was something that uh, well, I certainly found very weird throughout this whole presentation. Barely mm. any dates at the end of these trailers. Yeah. Like, even stuff that is clearly a long way away, not even doing a vague 2024 or, or whatever, like a date that yeah. will be bumped back. Even for stuff that you would think would be sort of soonish, like not even a, like saying it's delayed till 2022, okay, but not even like a ballpark of like. Yeah. You know, quarter two, 2022. But heaps of stuff didn't even have a year come up at the end of it, which I thought was quite strange. I would yeah. love it. Uh, hey, here's me, happy, naive little kid who's the first to be mm-hmm. killed in the war, <laughs> coming along okay. and saying maybe they delayed it because they want to coincide it with the announcement of GTA 6 and they had to put that back. Oh, no, don't start that rumor. Maybe that's <laughs> right. Not, maybe you're that's buying, why. You're buying into the hype train, Knox. You're just as bad as all those headline writers for IGN. It's secretly why. they. <sighs> there was a, a license plate on one of the cars in, oh, in the yes. trailer that somebody noticed on Twitter or something. Who um, it's it, it, it spelled out something like uh, number six is a 
L number eight nineties, which they took to mean GTA Six is set in the late nineties. Maybe that, that makes sense to me. That could. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that's wrong. No. But I don't think it's coming out. It's that's not when being the announced. The Sopranos starts. If you had like a Sopranos oh. GTA game oh. back in Liberty City, oh. and okay. then going up to New Jersey, yeah, um, that'd almost be as interesting as Ghostwire Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, which was next. Um, and looks fucking cool. I didn't realize yeah. it was a first person game, but it's like a first person horror action thing in a cool looking Tokyo. Powers and melee combat and all that sort mm-hmm. of shit. Uh, also, mm-hmm. no re- release date on this one. Um, yes. This was announced at the PS5 huge reveal thing that we, we watched yep. a year ago. Um, this is the, the director other one. of this game left partway through, uh, right. or uh, not, maybe not partway through, but. Has left the game because um, mm-hmm. it was she was she presented the game initially she revealed it uh, and was like really sort of charming and then I remember people being like yeah she's she's gone she's left that company right um, oh that's right because yeah, this yeah. is so, yeah. Shinji Mikami's company and he was one of the designers of Resident Evil or I guess the design he directed the first Resident Evil right. and then made the Evil Within one and two and this is the th- third game out of that studio. Yes, right. right. Um, and was the other one that is being published by Bethesda that is still coming out on the PS5 before yes. they got acquired. Yep. yep, yep um, yeah. And it looks cool, yeah. Still vague 2022 for that one, I think. Yes. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which comes out soon, which uh, looked uh, to have the um, kind of not great... Humor and writing that we were wor- that I was worried something like that might have after the Marvel Avengers one last year. Mm. Um, yep, just a real a real clunker delivered by uh, Captain the Star Lord in that one. Yeah, so. and like I mean I've seen a lot of people. Some people don't just have a distinction between this game and those movies. The vibe is the same, and. I, I guess. Um, I, in, I just don't. I, I don't know. I don't think like the vibe he, looks the same with this game and the movies. But yeah, I, I don't either. Right. But I think I think a large enough portion of the people who like the movies are like, oh, sick! This is like the movies. I'm going to play this. And maybe the comic books. I don't know. It just I yeah. Whatever. We'll talk about that. I'm going to play that game in like a month or so, whenever it comes out. Uh, so this has made it sound more interesting to me. It's sort of like has a dialogue and relationship system like Mass Effect and Dragon Age. It could be and good. And I, I like yeah. that character is meant to be a dick. So yeah, like maybe it's good and it doesn't show off well in trailers. But I, that wasn't a good trailer. It looks a lot better than that Avengers game, though. I will definitely yes. stake my hat on that. I and that agree. is a phrase. At stake. <laughs> uh, we're going to play this for a video soon, so we won't talk about it too much because we're going to try yeah. it. Cause it's out, apparently, but, Van- but Vampire the Masquerade Blood Hunt, which I had no idea, having watched the entirety of this trailer in this thing, is a battle royale game set in the Vampire the Masquerade universe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's out in early access and free to play. So, we'll play that in uh, the next couple of days. And it's been made by Shark Mob Studios. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> Shark Mob. Yeah. Jet Mob. Shark mob. Jet mob. <laughs> um, something else we'll talk about more heavily later on is Deathloop, which got another yeah. trailer uh, and basically a, a, hey, this is coming out in a couple of days trailer. Uh, we've all been playing it and it seems really, really good so far. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm loving it. I I um I I was talking to you guys last night about how it's weird that there's so many time loop games and it does manage to do I reckon the most interesting you know implementation of that um style-wise and mechanic-wise um maybe not the most interesting version of the it that exists but the most in- interesting version of a time loop um format yeah it's really I think really the fun fact that it's uh it's not just a random person being pulled into a time loop and being like what's happening to me the yes. whole concept being this world where the time loop is something that everyone is kind of has bought into and right. is living their lives through is is kind of an in, yeah an interesting different take on it I, it yes. is bizarre how many of those games have come out in such a short amount of time because we talked about the forgotten city i think last week and 12 minutes mm. a couple mm. weeks before that and yep it's uh, outer wilds is getting that expansion next week or the week after yeah fuck so there's yep. a lot of time loops going on it almost feels like a new time loop game comes out <laughs> at the start of every day but um <laughs> This one this is a very fun game and uh, it's, probably the arcade yeah. ga- the arcane game that I have most quickly been into. Right, because I've loved I love Dishonored. I played it from start to finish, and I played a bit of of Dishonored two uh, on Game Pass like last year, I think. Prey is um, good as well. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, this stylistically, I'm I'm into the voice acting is fantastic. I reckon across the board, really, yes. really like um, great characterization. Good. Yes, um, it plays well. I yeah, I love the way that it is unfolding. It's sort of not mystery, but uh, puzzle, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm about halfway through, I think, and we will do a, a full review or a, a more full review next week uh, yeah. of Deathloop. But if yes. you're uh, on the fence, if you if if it wasn't really on your radar, mm. I reckon uh, pick it up because yeah, we'll we'll do a bit more of a deep dive into it next week. Mm. Yeah, um, it's yeah, I I'm guess... really enjoying it. I wish I was uh, I wish I was better at it, but uh, <laughs> I'm quite bad at this game because I'm quite bad at all first person shooters. But, oh sure, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to get better. It's I want to make a point because yeah, I I I recommend it to basically anyone, and it is not the game you think it is. It is. It is very, very fun. It's not a roguelike, you know. It's not a. Re- it's not Returnal or something like that. No, there is there is a lot more going on. There is a little bit more permanence to it without spoiling any aspect of it. And um, it's not an open world game. And it's not nope. really a Hitman type of game. Like it's closer to Hitman than mm-hmm. an open world game or a loot shooter type of thing. That I. But it yeah, it is structured differently to how I expected it to be and uh yep. it's a lot more segmented but it works in the games to the game's benefit. Yeah, and it is it is more stealth based than I thought as well. This is not can be. Yeah. It's up to you. It's up that to is, the that is true. how they approach it. It it is exactly it is one of those games. It is a Deus Ex with a whole different weird twist to it. Um and yeah, I, I really do recommend if you if you have the cash um, I don't think I would wait for Game Pass or anything. Like this may not be coming a, something like that for for years. Well, it I is think still- it would be after the exclusivity period with PlayStation, which I think would likely be twelve months. Sure, 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 sure. Yes, because it will obviously it is a Bethesda game, Bethesda game, and it will go to Game Pass. But um, I wouldn't wait a year to play it. It's it's really it's it's so far one of my games of the year. So yeah, yeah can't can't mm. wait to really dive into it next week. And tell everyone just why it's so good. Oh, but for now, it's a secret. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next game, I, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I'm sorry, but uh, to Chia, I'm going to have a bit of a stab. I'm going to say Chia. Chia. I reckon the T is T-C-H-I-A. silent. T-C-H-I-A. Um, I think this looked okay. I honestly don't really remember this trailer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think this looked really fun. Really vibrant. Um, I forget what kind of game it was, oh, though. Oh, yes. It was like you could transform into animals and you were yeah. Yeah. you were using them to move around a cool-looking cartoony island. It looks like a bit yeah. of a Mario Odyssey thing of you can sort of possess a little thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I'm not sure yeah. what like what's the store, what's the driving sort of th- sort of thing. But yeah, that was the mechanic. Um, and yeah, I thought visually it was very very charming. It was um, yeah, it looked yeah. really cool. Yeah, um, interested in this. The Uncharted uh, mo- two most recent games. Um, what the fuck was four called? Four thieves. Thieves. Yeah, end. that's yeah. the one. Four and the Lost Legacy are coming out uh, <laughs> and remastered form, not as an upgrade, but as a newly purchasable package on the PS5 and on the PC as well. PC version yes. is very cool. Shame that the first three in that like Nathan Drake collection aren't getting ported mm. over to. You'd think that would be a good idea as well, but that's not happening right now, at least for whatever reason. And yeah, bit of a shame that it's a full... like. I mean, the two of them together mm. and at a cheaper than full price price, but a bit of a shame that that is the way they're doing it for PS5 and not an, as an upgrade type of thing, I guess, you know? Yeah. 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 And, like, I don't know. I'm not... I wouldn't go in on this, personally, as someone who owns the, the PS4 versions mm. and has played them both a couple of times. I do recommend The Lost Legacy if you're someone who, for whatever reason, didn't go in on it, thought it was, like, DLC... Uh, like small DLC or um, mm-hmm. just not as good as the main ones. I, I genuinely think it is. I yes. think it's as good. I think it has a really fun story with a great villain and some really cool um, visuals. And yeah, I think people were turned off by it being open world, but it's not really. It's it's, it's one segment of it is like a larger yeah, map. It, but yeah. it, it is definitely the same level of quality as all the rest of them. Higher than one. Yeah. And yep. they're, they're very, very good games. They will... Look, they, I mean, they already looked great and moving up mm. to 60 yeah. FPS and that sort of stuff is cool. Being on the PC is very cool. Uh, four really benefits from having played those first three. So yeah. it's... Which you still can. I mean, you can get yeah, that sure. collection on the PS4 on the, on, yeah. the, uh, on the PlayStation digital store. So it still is easily available if you've got a PS5, I guess. That's true. Just, yeah, yeah. PC version would be cool. And yeah, but oh, yeah, the PC, yeah. Yeah. Um, again, a, a, a really weird one to not even have any kind of vague date of when this yeah. remaster is dropping. It seems like that's why yeah. you announce it is to, hey, there's a gap in the schedule here and then that's where the remaster mm. slots in. Like With yeah, these that, PC that versions bizarre. too, it's always like, yeah, PS5, like uh, early 2022, then the PC later. Um, I'll skip over one so that we can do them kind of as a group. They showed some Gran Turismo 7 and that looks like um, a car driving game. uh, It's very fun. Whatever reason... Car driving games. Yeah, for whatever reason, I just have a mental um, uh, allegiance to Gran Turismo over Forza. I've played Forza. I've enjoyed Forza. But I guess Gran Turismo was the first sort of in-depth driving sim that I ever played in my life. And it has that brand sort of uh, recognition to me and that makes it more exciting to me. It gives it a bit of more legitimacy just to me as like a Sony person, I think. The stuff that yeah. I associate with that series too, like the de- like the crazy detail mm. and the, the ridiculous like 
too many cars and too many uh, courses and stuff. That all seems to be here again, which is cool. Mm. Yep. Yep. And then three, uh, well, two reveals, um, which were surprising to me. Yes. Yeah. Really surprising. Insomniac Games is making not only Spider-Man 2, which I guess isn't surprising, but I get the turnaround after Miles Morales of being ready to announce it was surprising. And then also uh, a Wolverine game. Yes. Yes. Yep. I, um, I mean, it's surprising to see them going back to the Spider-Man well. I kind of mm. thought after Ratchet and Clank, maybe they'd do, yeah, something different again. Or, mm. like, I kind of thought maybe we'd get some Ratchet and Clank DLC announced here. But, yeah, yeah I mean, point. they are fucking churning them out at the moment. Because even Wolverine makes sense to, like, oh, yeah, that will play differently to a Spider-Man game. Yeah. And they've yeah. got a relationship with Marvel now, clearly. So, yeah, cool. That makes sense. But that's coming after Spider-Man 2, which is set for 2023 right now. Yes. So it's going to be a fair way off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? Because they, you know, Miles Morales was out last year and then Ratchet and Clank was start of this year. So They must have two teams going at once or something, right? Yeah, they're just very, very effective at what they do. You wouldn't say Wolverine would be 2023. You'd... You'd probably say 2024 at the earliest. Uh, at the earliest, I would imagine, right? It would have to come yeah. out after. Because you'd imagine Spider-Man 2 will have a DLC schedule like the first one, yep. probably, yeah. as well. So that's another year after that, maybe. And who True. knows? that they, they haven't said. Maybe they're wanting to get them both out at the same time. And this is uh, yeah. an attempt at doing MCU-type shit of, like, here's Wolverine exactly. eating out Spider-Man maybe, or whatever maybe. happens on Twitter <laughs> these days. Maybe there is a post credit sequence at the end of Spider-Man 2 that says, coming December 2023, this guy, and there's a bit of Wolverine or something, which is cool. You yeah. know, I think if, if they, are, they are a great development studio and they're making good Marvel games, yep. so I'd... Trust little, them to, uh, to nail that. A little one mission that you see Wolverine in in Spider-Man oh, 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like a little tease or something. That could be cool. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm Bub. excited by the idea. Of, uh, I, I love Insomniac. <laughs> they're, um, they're top tier for me now. This yeah. Is, this is Ratchet and Clank and loving those first two Spider-Men. And uh, yeah, this is, this is exciting The stuff. pluralization is Spider's man. But um, <laughs> <Yes>. the <laughs> this is Wolverine after becoming a father posting a photo on Facebook. Mum and Bub doing fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so much more into Wolverine than Spider-Man. I, I know I've sort of, every time we talk about these games, I'm like, hey, I'm the one who doesn't like them as much as you guys. But I like Wolverine as a character. I've read a bunch of his um, comics, like especially over the past maybe two to three years. I really got heavily into a bunch of different runs of, of Wolverine and Logan Um and yeah, I'm pumped for this. I'm more excited for this mm. than um, Spider-Man, and I really did enjoy those Spider-Man games as as great um, open yeah. world Batman style games. Definitely, they're a known quantity too. Like it seems as though you'll be Peter Parker and Miles Morales, maybe yep. because they're both in the trailer, and it's Venom yep. is the enemy guy. That's cool. That's cool too. But like Wolverine means okay, cool. Does that mean this is like a bunch of other X-Men in the game? We're in the early 2000s portion yeah. of comic book movies. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, yeah, we really yeah. are. We just <laughs> talked about those on the Patreon. Literally, Spider Man Two and yeah. uh, and the X Men movies. Yes, um, so this is cool. This is very exciting. And then the final trailer was a lot more footage than I expected of God of War Ragnarok. 
Yeah. yeah. Heaps. A yep. ton. Like, proper gameplay, uh, walking through, like, a pretty big city-looking area. Yep. Uh, yep. A bunch of story stuff. Maybe too much, because you've got Freya fucking jumping at you earlier, and Thor hanging around, and you knew that yep. they were going to be the antagonists going forward, but they really get going with, like, yeah, this is the second game of this. Oh, yeah. You know what like, I mean? Yeah. Atreus, is, Atreus is older, mm-hmm. different voice actor, it sounds like. Um, yeah, it looks great. Like, I don't think there's much more to say about it than this looks sick. The The previous one was, you know, a fantastic, incredible game and mm. um, can't wait for it. I'm excited yeah. to for this to possibly wrap up this part of the story too because, like, in interviews that were done with them around the yes. time of this trailer going up, they're pretty openly saying, like, yeah, this is probably the end of the Norse part of what we're going to want to do with God of War. So yeah. I, I that is exciting to me to be able to maybe put a pin on this setting, which is very cool, but, yeah, might run out its welcome in mm. the course of a third one also being built up and put into production and trailered and all of that stuff. So moving on yep. to maybe, you know, another place where there are other gods... Because this yeah. excited me enough that I went back and played the first God of War game on the PS2 oh, and finished yeah. it. And uh, that game's still really fucking fun and is made for like teenagers who were alive in 2005. So it was a little bit, um, <laughs> a little bit juvenile at times, but it's still extremely yeah. fun to play. And yeah, I'm going to go through um, that whole series again. I reckon. Well, three was remastered, uh, mm. or uh, you know, there was an HD ver- like that's the one I've gone back in on most recently, and yeah. was the first one I'd ever played in the franchise, and like, it's really fun. It it's um, got it's really bombastic, and the scale of it is really incredible, and it's mm. something that I guess you see in like Shadow of the Colossus and um, a few other games, you know, since then. But for its time, it was really uh, ambitious and and impressive, and. It's just fun. Like, it's just a fun kind of game that, that sort of arcades beat them up. And the, the DNA of modern God of War is there a lot more than I remembered it being, where, like, it is this action brawler type of thing, but it is more methodical and less button mashy than I kind of remembered it. I was doing the moves more deliberately than my memory had me doing them. And, right. like, I like the modern thing more now, like that kind of slower-paced, more exploration-y kind of thing that... God of War 4 did but mm-hmm. the, the first one yeah is still great to go back to and, and is very similar to the third one I think in that way and yeah, also just yeah. like thematically and tonally like that melodrama <laughs> yep. that, that they have that's really fun to get into the like the tone of the gods just being pricks because they cunts yep that's a good yep. time <laughs> You yeah, know. and the Titans and all the, you know, the struggle, the father and the son and the rage and the like. It's, yeah. It is, melodrama is perfect. It is, the it is over the top. great. Still yes. Like that. Like that, those horns and shit are great. And the music in the yep. fourth one was awesome. So probably the game I'm looking forward to the most after Elden Ring, I reckon, at the moment. Official yeah. second most exciting game award. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I mean, what else? What else is there on the horizon that I should be excited for? God of War is probably it's probably my number one. Mm. I'm not as I'm not a From Software guy, so it's Elden Ring is probably off the table. Yeah, it's probably it's probably God of War. It's, it's a good looking game. That next one. 
And I think yeah. it'll yeah. be around sooner than we might have thought. It's, it's it's slated for 2022, and it looks like mm. they can probably hit that from how far along it looked in the trailers here. They're showing off yes. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It looks, it looks like it's pretty cranking. Tell you what I'm yeah. looking forward a- to. Mm. Finishing this fucking plug plug plugcast. The plugcast <laughs> is my uh, English police podcast that I do, and uh, going to play some more Deathloop. Yes. Yeah, we'll be me back too. next week. We'll talk more about Deathloop. Uh, I'm also going to play Eastwood this week. That's just yes. come out today. Uh, Vibey looking kind of RPG thing. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Filthycasuals.com.au for the links to everything we've talked about. The YouTube videos. Get on the Patreon. Uh, check out our premium Bandcamp episodes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Bop, 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 bop. Record an episode of Filthy Casuals. I liked it. I'm middle. I didn't like it. <laughs> That's warrior where but us as a game of warrior. Do you, do you understand what I've done there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, warrior yeah. where game yeah. should take as long to explain as to play. <laughs> <laughs> 